Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, degenerates. Welcome back to the Talking the Line podcast. Shout out to Sebastian Luck and Young Fett for that dope-ass intro to get us kicked off on this wonderful Wednesday of bets. Before we do anything, slide on on, on top of the page that you are currently listening on and smash that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. We prefer those five stars if you could be so kind. Follow us on Twitter at Talking the Line, and be sure to slide on over to the Instagram and give us a follow at Talking underscore the underscore line. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and it is my pleasure to introduce my partner in crime on these podcasts, the co-host of the Talking the Line pod, Mr. Riley R. Mags Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? I'm feeling solid, man. We got a solid week of bets. We got some live reaction coming tonight, potentially, as we are recording this the night before. Correct. We got a little underdog action. Michigan State taking down Illinois, 81-72, one of the bigger wow. upsets in the Big Ten this year. Wow. Just when you think Illinois might be uh, in that conversation for a potential Final Four. They, I just thought of this as I'm saying this right now, that... Totally eliminates them from uh, one seat potential. Big time. Without a doubt. With that with that loss, absolutely. And then potentially the biggest upset of the season, Uh-oh. if not more beyond that. Uh-oh. Eight, uh, eight and a half minutes left. We've got Iowa State, two and 16 Iowa State, up 58 to 55 over the Baylor Bears. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to be throwing any live money on Iowa State's money line. But For sure, but that is very We'll keep an eye on it throughout intriguing. the whole podcast here. Are the projected number ones about to give up their locks for seeding in the NCAA March Madness tournament? Mm, Illinois, yes. Illinois, I mean, I don't know yes. if they Maybe not Baylor. Baylor, no, I would say no. Despite how terrible this loss would be, I think they, as long as they I think they'll be get right. back on track, that, that they'll be all right. Right. Moving right along, um, before we go any further here, folks, one thing we really wanted to touch on was um, T's and P's to Tiger Woods. If you watched any of the footage yesterday or saw any of the pictures or know anything about the story, I mean, this is this is absolutely crazy, Max. The fact that this happened to one of our, our idols, yeah, Tiger Woods. Not just man. golf, entire sports. Sports in uh, general. One of the and best. Obviously, ever there's do it. still a lot to come out, but uh, you know, yeah, we're not going to sit here and speculate by any means. But T's and P's to the to the legend. T's and P's to the legend. Now, 
one other thing we wanted to do for you folks today is on this day in sports history. For today, February 24th, 2021, let's slide on back to the year 1917 where the Red Sox sell pitcher Smokey Joe Wood to Cleveland for $15,000. We head on up to 1978. Kevin Porter of the New Jersey Nets sets an NBA record 29 assists in a single game. That's, that's absurd. My goodness. Moving on to the year 1980, Rangers score five power play goals against the Islanders, and I do believe they won that game 8-2. to two. You can fact check me, but that's a whooping. Staying in the year 1980, the Winter Olympic Games, the 13th Winter Olympic Games at Lake Placid close with a USA hockey win over Finland, USA, USA, 4-2 to clinch the gold medal after the miracle game against those gosh darn Soviets. You move on up to 1982 and Wayne Gretzky scores his NHL record 78th goal of the season that year on his way to an even higher goal of 92 overall on that season. Good hockey day, February 24th. I'm telling you, goodness gracious. We're moving along to the year of 1987 and friend of the show, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of the LA Lakers scores his 36,000th career point. That is insane. Is that just to foreshadowing, about. or are we just labeling him as a friend of the program? He's a friend of the program. All right. I love, I love whether he knows career. it or not yet. Yeah. <laughs> whether he knows it or not, one day he'll be here. In 2002, the 29th Winter Olympic Games close in Salt Lake City, Utah. What's fascinating about that is it's the last one that's ever been in the United States. And another little tidbit of information. Los Angeles is set to host the Summer Games in 2028. And wrapping it up, one more little somber moment. Today marks one year of the memorial service of the passing of Kobe Bryant. We send our T's and peace to Vanessa Bryant and that family. And I'm even getting choked up thinking about it because Black Mamba, Attack Conquer, that's a way of life. Hundred percent. That's there's nobody like that. Nobody that'll ever come close to that. So, and that's the last summer moment for the podcast. One hundred percent. Because <laughs> now we're talking about bets, baby. It's all bets from here on out. So, first thing, I uh, wanted to open up with a little bit of hey. We've been getting a little lot of questions. What's a unit system? Well, I am so damn glad you asked because I wanted to give you a little friendly reminder on utilizing a unit system. You can definitely track mine by looking at my action app and also Riley's. We put our units on there. I sometimes go a little bit more with like one, two half unit plays, different things like that. So one thing you want to do is you want to stick to your units for one day. For example, my one unit is $20. If I am somewhat confident in a play, I think that's going to hit my $20 goes on that. If I'm very confident in it, I will bump it up to a unit to to a two-unit play, talk about a tongue twister, and I will play that at a higher percentage. Now, the one thing that you can't do with continually betting these units is if you have a bad day, you can't just start kicking up your units. Right. Start at the unit you want, $10, whether it's $5. Start at $5 and just stick. And if you got to dial it back because you had a bad week, then dial it back. Dial it back. Don't 
overdo it. The worst thing that you can possibly do is try and win all of your money back in one night yeah. by because you had a terrible loss the night before. And I'll tell you firsthand, that's going to put you even farther in the hole. Because then you you don't look at oh I love this game I uh, I, I think this team could do it they they right. it's it's not it's less you, confidence you're just forcing it yeah dude don't and don't force bets that's not the game we play and that's also why you listen to the Talking the Line podcast for crying out loud we're here and we'll to be have the first uh, sorry we'll be the first no. to tell you when we force something and we were stupid too exactly <laughs> exactly we're honest with you as a reminder also. I know I said at the beginning, but definitely go check out me and Mags on the Action app. Uh, I am at cash underscore with Colt, and Mags is at rmags, all capital. You definitely want to check out both of our actions on the daily. You'll see our unit plays. You'll see plays that are even outside of the podcast or outside of our newsletter. So definitely go, stop, give us a quick follow there, and you will definitely be cashing tickets. Now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we move on to the favorite plays of the day for the Talking the Line podcast on Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. Now, to kick off our favorite plays of the day, we're going to stick with the NCAA basketball theme that we've kind of been on here to start the pod, and I'm going to pass it on over to my partner there to tell you about St. Bonaventure. Oh, yeah. First play of the day for us. We've got uh, the St. Bonaventure Bonnies plus one and a half versus Davidson. Davidson, uh, St. Bonnie just beat Davidson uh, by 11 this past Sunday. St. Bonnie's is 9-4-1 ATS overall, 8-3-1 ATS in the conference. Davidson is 2-6 ATS at home. Uh, and they are, in fact, the home team in this game. I don't know about you, but whenever I see a two and six stretch like that uh, on at home or something along those lines, that's definitely a right flag. Uh, St. Bonnie's is nothing special, three and three ATS on the road, but you know that's definitely not a red flag by any means. Following, it's like we've all, we we talk about it all the time. It's tough to beat a team twice, but right when a team like St. Bonnie's is just straight up the better team. Feels pretty, especially when they're plus one and a half. Yeah, they're minus close minus four on as Bonnie's close minus four favorites on Sunday. Cooked them by eleven, right? And for whatever reason, we're dropping it down to plus one and a half for the Bonnies. Hey, I'm all over it. I will also raise your attention that over their last ten ten games, Saint Bonaventure is seven two and one ATS. So they have absolutely been killing it. The Bonnies have been killing it oh, yeah. against the spread. They've been covering machines. I mean, like you said, nine four and one ATS on on the season. They're averaging seventy one points per game on a forty five point one field goal percentage with a thirty three point nine three point field goal percentage. You know, they're able to hit hit those clutch buckets at the end. And you know what a key here for me is the free throw line. I've said it all year, and everybody in college basketball everywhere says the free throw stripe. I'm looking at those numbers. At the end of the game, St. Bon, put them on the line. They're hitting 73% from the line. And you slide on over to Davidson in those exact same clutch situations, and they are only shooting 68.5%. Okay. When it comes down to it, these close games, we talked about it before, plus minus one, put them on the line, give me yeah, the underdog. free throws, I'm especially against the spread, those free throws with it. in college basketball are, are gold if you can get a good team with free throws. Absolutely. And I really have been paying attention to the trends on those lately because a lot of these close 
conference games, especially A-10. A-10 is always close, and a lot of these close conference games, free throws matter, man. I don't know about you, but I like, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the line uh, line movement up until game time. I like the Bonnies up up to minus three, honestly. I would like them up to at least minus two and a half, minus three. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, that's not going to go past three. Right, so right, I don't right. think it's going to even go past one No, it one may two. It may flip to St. Bonaventure. Um, obviously, at the time of recording, this is at plus minus or plus one and a half. It may flip to minus one and a half. Just stay tuned. We would definitely take them all the way up yeah, to that. 100%. Sliding on over to our next NCAA basketball lock of the day. We are locking in the Tennessee Volunteers at minus six and a half. Now, I cannot get enough of the Volunteers. I understand they've been a little shaky lately, you know, five and five straight up, three and seven ATS in their last 10. They're 500 on the road, straight up, three and three, and ATS, three and three. However, they are playing a Vanderbilt team that I just cannot bring myself to trust. Even if they do have Scottie Pippen Jr. on that team. I just, I can't bring myself mm, to trust nope, them. Definitely not. They are 2-8 and eight straight up in their last 10. Now, this might scare you a little. They are 6-2-2 two and two ATS. However, you go back and you look at the last matchup between these two teams on January 16th and Tennessee baked Vanderbilt 81-61. Yep. to so 20 points, and you, now you're giving me minus six and a half. They only got to get it done by seven. Yes, please. Yeah, I will, them as an 18-point favorite. As an 18-point. Now we're going six and a half. Now I get six and a half. Please. And you're also going to tell me that the Volunteers are 6-1 and one ATS in their last seven road games versus the team with a losing record. You look on over to Vanderbilt, and they just really haven't been consistent ATS past, uh, past their last few games. They've been pushing, they've been winning, they've been losing. Who knows what's going to go on? And one final stat I would direct you to is that the road team is 12-3 ATS in their last 15 meetings. I can't get enough of the volunteers. What do you think, Max? Yeah, I'm 100% with you. They uh, they covered in their most recent game against the old Alabama Crimson Tide, but the Crimson Tide's a little, uh, little bit inconsistent lately. And that might lead us into our uh, next little little topic here. Well, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You tuned in on the right day because we are bringing you a Talking the Line showdown for your Wednesday of bets. So whoever your uh, favorite better over here is, you're going to side with them. You know the right side to play, kids. Come on. Yeah, you know. (laughs) All right, so to kick it off, I'll tell you uh, the matchup. I'll give you my pick and why, and I'll kick it over to Mags, and you guys can lock in, play whoever you think has the better insights, the better analysis, or who you just think has been on the hotter streak lately. So I am looking at Alabama. Alabama is opened as a plus one and a half underdog. They are five and two straight up on the road, four and three ATS on the road. They are eight and two straight up on uh, in their last ten, and five and five ATS in their last ten. When it's a plus minus one, you can honestly throw ATS out the window. I think it's going to be a straight up win. You look 
to the last matchup between these teams on January 16th of 2021, and Alabama destroys the Razorbacks 90-59. to It's not even a close contest whatsoever. The Crimson Tide has won their last three matchups overall by at least double digits. Uh, one of the games was by three points to South Carolina, but the last two, uh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Last two have been by single digits, and then there was a huge win over Georgia, 115-82. to yep. I absolutely love Alabama in this situation. They are 9-2 and two ATS in their last 11 Wednesday games. Roll some bitch tied. Well... On the flip side, I am all over the Arkansas Razorbacks in this matchup, minus one and a half. As Colton alluded to, Alabama destroyed Arkansas uh, a little over a month ago, 90 to 59. Alabama was arguably the hottest team in the country at that point. They have since cooled way, way down. Uh, they are two and four in their last six ATS. Uh, that includes that uh, four point win that I mentioned earlier against Vanderbilt. Three-point win over uh, South Carolina, lost to Oklahoma, lost to Mizzou. And then going on over here to the Razorbacks, we've got four straight wins and covers. Wins over Mizzou, Florida, Kentucky. I think this might be the hottest team in the SEC, unless I'm blanking on somebody. Uh, Like I said, Alabama got hot a little too early in this season for me i am all over arkansas we were trying to decide on some picks here and colton was all over alabama and i had to stop him in his tracks and we kept disagreeing so i said show me down show down let's show down down because the crimson tide roll into arkansas 13 and 1 straight up in the sec and 10 and 4 ats compared to an arkansas team that is only 9 and 4 straight up in ats in sec play lock in the crimson tide if you want to win razorbacks baby bama's been burning me lately i've I'm, they got a, I got a sour taste Uh-oh. in my mouth we've got to this will uh, we we've got a little bit of a alabama future on the table so i'll be back on their train in a, in a if few weeks <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'm going razorbacks all night and i'm locking in Bama plus one and a half. What do you think? Uh, what do you think that line movement movement's going to do overnight? Not maybe sure. Get closer, honestly. It might flip point five. Pick them, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And moving right along into the NBA again, ladies and gentlemen. We know it is the golden rule in betting not to bet on your hometown favorite team, but we have established here at Talking the Line that it doesn't matter if it's basketball. There's a whole bunch more games to deal with than football. And with that, I'm going to kick it back over to Riley with our first lock of our NBA favorites of the day. Oh, yeah. For the second straight podcast, we are rolling with the Chicago Bulls minus four and a half over the Timberwolves. Um, The Bulls are 18 and 12 ATS overall. Minnesota is 14, 16 and one ATS overall. Uh, the Bulls are 11 and 4 ATS in non conference games, uh, which might sound like a weird stat, but in the NBA, that actually kind of does matter because a lot of teams, when they play non conference opponents, they might take it a night off because it's not as, not as important of a game. Right. The Bulls are a team that are desperate to make the playoffs. Uh, coming into uh, Tuesday night, they're actually the eighth seed. Oh, yeah. 
pretty uh pretty nice to see love it uh and then uh the old timber timber wolves are five five and eight ats non-conference the bulls are four and one ats over their last five games that includes a monster comeback win against the pistons yes sir which is part of the reason why i've been backing him because they got some serious momentum going their way yes sir uh they absolutely whomped on the Houston Rockets the other night, Give it which to we me. absolutely nailed on the podcast. Cash money, baby. And the Timberwolves have lost and failed to cover in their last four games. Oh, yeah. I could not love the Bulls yeah. more in this position. 18 and 12 ATS on the season. Give it to me yeah. all the they way. They haven't been. They just won and cut, beat and covered the Kings at home. They haven't been incredible at home uh, ATS, but I think that's I think that's about to change. I think they start think going so on some on a roll here at home. They're 7 and 8 ATS at home. I like them to even it up oh, at yeah. 8 and 8, baby. Oh, yeah. I love that scenario to the moon and back. Yep. Uh, yeah, definitely locking the Bulls. Minus four and a half. Uh, we would play it up to minus five and a half. We mm-hmm. take another point. I take. I don't know if it would go up. I like take that. it to six, but I don't know if it'll go up. So lock it in. Yep. Our next NBA lock of the day is going to be the Indiana Pacers minus two against the Golden State Warriors. The Indiana Pacers are coming into this matchup after... A little bit of time off. Their last game was February the 17th against Minnesota where they stole an overtime victory, 134-128. They were stomped by our aforementioned Bulls, 112-120. And then they won the two games previous to that uh, by at least double digits. So they've been a little shaky. However, so have the Warriors. The Warriors are... 16 and 15 straight up on the year, but they're 15 and 16 ATS. Of course, at the time of this recording, there is a game going on right now with them. However, that is the stat line to at the time being. Indiana and Golden State are extremely evenly matched as proof by the last game that ended 104 to 95 in favor of the Pacers. And Indiana did win that game as a three and a half point underdog. Coming into this game at minus two and a half, you love to see a couple of these stats. The Warriors are 2-5 ATS in their last seven games as an underdog, Mags. The Warriors are 2-5 ATS in their last seven games versus a team with a winning straight-up record. The Warriors are 5-17-1 ATS in their last 23 games playing on zero days rest. And... Okay, we'll give them a little love. The Warriors are 4-1 and one ATS in their last five Wednesday games. A lot of bad trends going in favor of the Warriors yeah, there. Definitely. And one last one to just hammer it home. The Warriors are 5-13 and 13 ATS in their last 18 meetings in Indiana. Oof. They don't cover in Indiana. They don't cover. And if you're going to allow me to do it by a three ball, sign me up, pal. Yep. Sign me up. 100%. Lock it in. I'm with you on it. Pacers minus two, Bulls minus four and a half. The two talking the line NBA favorites of the day. Yep. Finally, from the NHL slate, our last of the locks of the favorites of the day. That was a lot of of the of the of the. That was a lot of those. Mm. However, <laughs> the Dallas Stars money line. The Dallas Stars are playing. This evening, the Florida Panthers. Now, you might say, Colt, 
Florida just stomped Dallas on the 22nd, not even Monday, 3-1. to one. And I would say, well, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And let me tell you why. Tell them. So first things first, you look at the periods. 10-11 shots on goal in the first. We go to the third period. 11-12 shots on goal. Now, why did I skip over the second? Because my goodness, four shots on goal for Dallas, 29 shots on goal <laughs> for Florida. It was another collapse in the second period. It, it was the worst thing ever. However, these two teams are extremely, extremely, extremely even matched. Yeah, that's an outlier. As by the stat line. If you take a look, Florida is only averaging 3.4 goals per game, and Dallas is actually averaging 3.2 goals per game. Florida and Dallas are almost identical on goals allowed per game. Dallas has given up 2.7, and Florida's given up 2.8. So Dallas, 0.1, little bit yep. of an edge there, but hey, Whatever. you know, what? why not? So the one big factor I'm also looking at tonight is that I really need to see Anton Kudobin get the start. If he's locked in as the starter, we're good to go because he is an absolute machine. In the loss on Monday, my boy Qdobin took 51 shots to the dome and he saved 49 of them bad boys. That is a 96.1% save average and only allowing two goals. The the last one was an open net. So yep. it doesn't Empty count netter. doesn't count against him. So man, I cannot love Dallas more in this And as you mentioned spot. with that wild second period, both Panthers oh. goals on uh on old uh Kadobin was in the second period. Yeah, exactly. And that's they're going to clean that up. And it doesn't matter who your goalie is, if you're getting outshot, what was it, 26 to 4, 27 to 4? 29 to 4. 29 to 4, yeah. It's going to be a couple goals for the old uh, for the old Panthers. But every once in a while, all we can say is this matchup's going to be a big turnaround game for the Dallas Stars. Absolutely love them in this matchup. If uh, you do look a little bit uh, around some of the spots where you can see money and bet percentage, there is a shit ton of sharp money coming in on the Stars right now. So I would hop on them bad boys. Their money line, uh, last time I checked, was at plus 106. So you're getting a little bit of value there to take them. And I couldn't love them more in the spot. Lock them in. And our guy, Colt. Nailed the uh, LA Kings pick on Monday's pod. Yeah, boy. I believe that was somewhere around plus one forty over the Blues. So oh, yeah, yeah. I let him. Ta- I let him take this one again for and, us. And I had a very similar feeling with this Dallas pick. I will tell you, sir, and I will tell all of you wonderful listeners. I had a very similar pick. A little NHL heater for you coming. Hey, who knows? A hey. hey. little foreshadowing. <laughs> we might get with it. Now that wraps up the favorites of the day. Moving right along into our first segment. If you have been following along on the daily newsletter, and if you have not, slide on over to talkingtheline.substack.com and give us a little subscription there. You will not be disappointed with the content there either. If you've been following along, we have a special play called the Wednesday Warrior. It has been absolute on an absolute heater. I don't know the records, but I'm going to go out on the limb and say that it's our most successful special play day. Big time. I think it's like six and two over the last eight. Hopefully we're not talking out of our ass here, but I I don't think feel so, good but about I, it. I feel pretty doggone <laughs> I feel good pretty about good it. that we've nailed these Wednesday Warriors. So 
as far as the Wednesday Warrior goes, we kind of set some terms for this. What the Wednesday Warrior is, is a team that has absolutely battled to cover their spread. Game in and game out, whether they're a dog, whether they're a favorite, they have been an absolute warrior yep. on Wednesdays. So for this Wednesday, February 20 24th, we are looking to the Chattanooga Mocs. We absolutely love the Mocs at plus four. They could not be in a better situation to steal a victory as an underdog over Mercer at the very least cover. They're coming off a humbling victory against UNCG as plus six and a half favorites or underdog where they did cover. They lost 55 to 60. However, in their six games prior to the game with UNCG, they found themselves victorious. Yep. And they only failed to cover one spread in that length of time. I will also point you to the fact that they are 9-3 ATS on the road. Okay. They are absolutely killers on the road. They, they don't do anything but cover. No. And whether they're at home, whether they're away, whether they're favorites, whether they're underdogs... They always, always cover. One final stat, or maybe a few final stats, coming out of my boys in uh, in the Southern Conference down there. Chattanooga is fourteen and seven ATS in SoCon play this season. Okay, what about uh, what about Mercer? What about Mercer? They're eight and twelve ATS in SoCon play. See I think we're later. talking. Actually, we're talking overall, not conference play. Oh, are we talking overall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are overall numbers. Those are overall numbers. But uh, conference play, pretty similar, just less uh, yeah. less numbers. Chattanooga's ten and five ATS yep. in conference play, and Mercer is six and nine ATS in conference play. So, so about the same. About the doggone same as the uh, overall numbers. As overall numbers and conference numbers. I apologize. I did not hit the correct tab on the wonderful laptop that I use. However, uh, the Chattanooga moccasins, Chattanooga moccasins at plus four and a half. Hammer them in, lock them in as our Wednesday Warrior favorite of the day. Moving right along. Have you wanted to start a podcast? Well, over here at Talking the Line, we really wanted to do that, but we had no idea how to start. Luckily, we ran into our good friends now over at Buzzsprout, and they have helped us become so successful in early stages of our podcasting careers. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Follow the link uh, in the show podcast or in the show notes of the podcast if you could be so kind and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. All you got to do is go for the basic one. It's $2 a month, I believe. And it is so worthwhile to start a little podcast and start talking about stuff that you enjoy. Now, start with a little bit of simple gear. Get ready to rock and roll. 
slide on over to the special Talk in the Line link in the show description. Let Buzzsprout know we sent you. Get yourself a $20 Amazon gift card just for starting a podcast. The $20 Amazon gift card will help you start with startup cost. Lock it in. Hammer it in. Get yourself a Buzzsprout account and start podcasting today. Come join the over 1,000, 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world today. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. All right, moving right along into segment two of the day. Mr. Magnuson uh, came up with this one. And before we go any further, I do apologize if uh, there was a little too much banging around going on (laughs) before that mid-roll ad. A little too many papers in a small uh, working area here. But this segment was developed by Mr. Magnuson over there. And I'm going to let him bring it in, let him tell you about it, and we're going to go from there. Okay, so we're we're gonna go with a little bit of a uh, blind choice swap meet type format here, whatever you want to call it. Maybe we'll come up with a name after we do it a couple times. But the deal is, I'm gonna give Colton two teams: Team A, Team B. I'm not gonna tell him what the two teams are. I'm not gonna tell him what the spread is. I'm gonna give him some ATS stats, and he's going to choose based on the stats that I give him. He's going to choose. He might get a solid pick. He might get a he might get a dud that he hates. But that's that's the that's the beauty of a blind choice, swap meet, whatever you want to call it. 100%. Uh, I'm going to do, uh, I haven't told you this, bet. but I'm going to do, this first one's going to be NBA. The next two are going to be college basketball. Okay. First one, NBA. I'm ready. Team A, 15, 14, and 1 ATS overall compared to Team B's 13 and 7 ATS overall. Team A is 11 and 7 ATS after a loss, which is what they they. Uh, lost most recently. So 11 and 7 ATS after a loss compared to Team B's 5 and 7 ATS after a win. Ooh, okay. okay. Team A is 6, 9, and 1 ATS as the home team. Okay. 6, 9, and 1. Team B is 7 and 8 ATS uh, as the away team. Team A is 15 and 12 ATS as the underdog. So that's a little reveal there. Team A is the underdog. Team B is five and ten ATS as the favorite. Last one. Five and ten. Ooh. Team A is four and one. I almost said the team on accident. Team A is four and one ATS with rest disadvantage. So they've had a shorter, uh shorter amount of rest than Team B. Team B is two and two ATS with a rest advantage. So quick rundown again. Team A, 15, 14, and 1 ATS overall, 11 and 7 after a loss, 6, 9, and 1 as home team, 15 and 12 as underdog, 4 and 1 with rest advantage, disadvantage, excuse me. I'm going to have to lock in, not just because you ran through them, but because I was really, really on the rest disadvantage. Okay. And as the underdog stat, I'm going with Team A. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what our friend Colton has won. You are going home with the Detroit Pistons plus nine and a half against the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. That is not the box you want to open. That's rough. Hey, man. Hey, judging by stats, they sound really good. I guess the thing I left out is that they're coming on a back-to-back, the Pistons as well. 
they did they did beat my uh, TTL pick with the Magic today. So hey, but also that that hey, the foreshadowing of those stats could be exactly yeah. nine and, what and a half. Happens. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. And I knew you were gonna fall into that trap though. Wow. I'm <laughs> what else you got for me? Okay, so that's the NBA pick. Uh, let's move along here to college basketball. The only hint I'll give you is that they're both in the Power Five, both from Power Five conferences, both games. Okay. So no mid-majors here. Okay. All right, so let's kick it off with Team A is 10-6 and six ATS overall compared to Team B's 9-8-1 ATS overall. Team A is 7-3 and three ATS after a loss. Uh, team B is 6-4-1 and one ATS after a win. Team A is 4-4 four and four ATS as the home team. Um... Uh, I guess I didn't do Team B as the white team. That's my bad. <laughs> team A is 7-4 as the underdog ATS. Uh, team B is 6-4-1 ATS as favorite. Uh, and lastly here, Team A is 9-5 ATS in conference games. Team B is 4-7-1 ATS in conference games. Wow. So the big big ones here, uh, Team A is 7-3 after a loss, 7-4 as dog. Team B, uh, 0-5 after a loss, ATS, uh, and 6-4-1 ATS as favorites. Wow. You really threw me for a loop with this one. Team B's beginning stats were pretty decent. Oh, boy. You know, just because I feel like you're trying to slip me up with some bad conference stats, I'm going to go against that thought in my head, and I'm going to go again with Team A. You're going again with Team A. Yes. Team A. Team A. Come on. Let's see no what whammies. the man has won. No whammies. No whammies. Big money. We've got the ACC. Big money. Big money. The Wake Forest Demon Deacons. That's a whammy. Plus I four. Should've, I've, why didn't I stick with my heart? <laughs> Team B. And they're playing Clemson, right? Oh, yeah. Clemson oh, Tigers. Yeah. Drax. Wake Forest at home. Plus four. Both these teams have been pretty unpredictable, so extremely unpredictable so i might not mind that but still goodness gracious how there how is clemson that bad in acc conference games and oh and five uh ats after a loss that one surprised me and they're one and four ats i saw the stat today they're one and four ats on the road okay somehow i missed to put that one in and that one's my bad but uh Holy well, that's good because I would have known that. I would have known it was <laughs> oh, close, really? okay. and I would have well, picked it. You picked it then. Wake Forest plus come on, four. Man, we do this for a living. You think I wouldn't know that? Huh? <laughs> All right, rock and roll. All right, you so last one here. Last one. All right, lock me last in. Last one. Been uh, two whammies. Let me see if I can make another, a little money another on power the third. five. Another power five matchup. Okay. Team A is nine six and one ATS overall. Team B is nine and eleven ATS overall. Uh, team A is seven and four ATS after a win. Team B is five and six ATS after a loss. Team A is one two and one ATS as the away team. Team B is seven and six ATS as the home team. Um, so Team A is the away team. They are the favorite. They are eight five and one ATS as the favorite. Team B is eight and six as the underdog. Uh, and lastly, Team A is seven three and one as uh, in conference games, Team B is seven and eight ATS in conference games. Just because I'm feeling that you didn't have enough common sense to switch this around this time, 
Switch one around. I'm going Team B. Hammer it in. <laughs> this one might be the worst of the three that you pulled. Bun of a sitch. You got the Miami Hurricanes <laughs> oh. plus 12 against the Scorching out Florida oh. Seminoles. I tried the reverse The hottest team. In, well, maybe not the hottest team. Duke's on fire too. But one of the hottest teams in the country, the Florida wow. State Seminoles. Wow. And the ever unpredictable Miami Hurricanes plus 12. Wow. What are your thoughts on your three picks here? Detroit Pistons plus nine and a half. Wake Forest plus four. And Miami Hurricanes plus 12. Let me tell you what I think about that. <laughs> I'm very upset with all three. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay. But let this be an example to you that you should keep coming here to the Talking the Line pod where we do all this extra research for you and don't just look at the baseline numbers that you can find. Because if you just do that, obviously, and blind choose oh, yeah. like that, I just got the Pistons, the Demon Deacons, and the Miami Hurricanes. All three teams that are not worth I don't hate the Pistons junk. plus nine and a half. I don't, I don't hate, hate them. I don't hate them. But let that be a lesson. Serve that. I mean, serve that on a platter. What and do you make think of that, that segment there? I mean, I hey, I'm a big fan. I'm not, I'm not opposed that to that fun. at all. You guys, uh, let us know what you think. If uh, you like that segment, if you want to see other sports, other stuff you done with switch that, it around, or maybe like even put, DFS put me into the ringer. Yeah, put him into the ringer. Maybe even DFS like players with some good stats. Okay, and, yeah. Oh, I like that you too. You know, maybe something yeah, yeah. different. Yeah, I took that. Uh, I got that idea from White Sox broadcast. They do that with MLB players every game. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I definitely like that with bets. Something a little different. Um, you know, I might honestly, just to be a real trooper here, I might honestly just put five bucks on each one. Meh. A little uh, Since we half did. unit play. So, uh, one play. final time, I drew the Pistons at plus nine and a half. I drew the Demon Deacons at plus four right now still. And I drew the Hurricanes at plus 12 and a half against the red hot Florida State Seminoles. Okay. little uh, before we go any further, quick live update. As we were recording the pod, the Baylor Bears survived the worst Ooh. loss of the season. 77-72. Wow. Five points. And what, what were they favored? Uh, They were favored by... Putting you on the spot. 24. <laughs> oh, 24. <laughs> I mean... To T's and P's to the old uh, Baylor Bear backers. Yeah, no kidding. Push the hurts. over under one forty nine. Ooh, man, that all that all around. Depending on what you got, the number the right, books, obviously. The books just scooped in piles of money on that game. Piles of money on that game. Well, maybe not piles, at least on the spread, but probably on the over under. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. Wow. How about that? They survived five points. Okay. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. For the final segment of episode two of the Talking the Line podcast, we decided to stick with trends to watch. However, we're going to switch it around every time that we bring it to you. Maybe NCAA basketball, maybe MLB coming up, maybe NBA, which is today, (laughs) or whatever league we might see some sweet trends you guys should know about as the great gambling degenerates that you are. I wanted to kick it off with a few 
of some uh, interesting trends in the NBA. If you follow me on Twitter and you follow the Talking the Line page on Twitter, you might have saw some of these today. These are some ATS trends year-to-date on the season for NBA teams. Away teams are 235, 215, and 3 ATS. Dogs are 230, 220, and 3 ATS. Away dogs, give it to me, are 138, 123, and 2. And then home home favorites, which you think playing at the home court, getting some good points, nice line. Those home favorites are 123, 138, and 2. You look a little over-under action here, huh? You see some over-under betters? You don't really like hitting the spread? You like hitting that over-under? Okay. Well, non-overtime games have been 211 overs compared to 213 unders. Who knows what's yeah, going to happen knows? in those games? That's 49% to 50%. You look at overtime games, 23 of the overtime games this season out of the 25 have gone to the over, mm-hmm. and only two have gone to the under. Safe bet if you go to OT, but the thing is is they don't allow you to bet on extra basketball because they don't know if it's going to happen. Overall, overs are 234 on the season and unders are 215. Overs are covering at a 52.1% clip. Wanted to also bring you a few other trends from the NBA. ATS trends that I was really noticing and were interesting and played into some of our picks today. Overall, Some of the worst teams at covering their spreads in the NBA this season, dead ass last in the league, are the Cleveland Cavaliers at 11 and 21 ATS. It's rough. Houston and Miami are uh, right right next to each other, also followed by Dallas and Sacramento. Houston is 11 and 18 ATS. Miami is 12 and 18 and one ATS. Dallas is 12 and 17 ATS. Sacramento is 13 and 18 ATS. Those are the bottom five teams ATS in the NBA. If you're looking for a bet and you're thinking the spread, probably stay away from Cleveland, Houston, Miami, Dallas, and Sacramento. Definitely stay away from Cleveland. Not the best thing you want to do. Well, I think there. I think Dallas and Miami could definitely bounce back. They've been they've struggled. They've the reason they're in yeah. the bottom five, bottom five is because they've not met expectations this year. So right. we'll see if they bounce back. So uh, Houston and Cleveland, though, I, I think they're going to be down there uh, for, for quite, for some, quite time. some time. Now, one final one I wanted to bring to your attention, folks, before I kick it over there to Mags to give you some of his favorite NBA trends he's all over lately, is NBA teams covering as underdogs some of the worst in the league. The Denver Nuggets, 3-7 and seven ATS as underdogs this season. Golden State Warriors, 7-10 and 10 as underdogs this season. Houston Rockets, 8-11 and 11 as underdogs this season. You also can see, well, yeah, not too many other bad teams. Everybody else is pretty much 500 from there. But uh, one of the reasons we really love the Pacers is... Uh, the Warriors just don't cover as underdogs. 7-10 and 10 ATS on the season as underdogs. Uh, one, one thing, you do a little deeper digging and you see some of their underlying stats. What do you got for the people out there, Max? 
Uh, yeah, let's stick with the uh, those underdogs, but the positive underdogs. Uh, we've got the Phoenix Suns covering at six and two as underdogs. Ooh. Uh, we've got the Brooklyn Nets covering as eight and three. That's obviously a little uh, sporadic without James, with or without James Harden, with or without KD. Mm. The Chicago Bulls, our Chicago Bulls, Ooh. fourteen and seven. The majority of their games, they're underdogs. Child, please. Um, the other one that's a big old sleeper is the uh, the San Antonio Spurs, ten and five as underdog. Oh yeah, I've been all over the Spurs lately. They've been. Uh, they we'll see. Might uh, be over them t- uh, today. But when we're recording we'll see. They've tomorrow, got some, they've they come back for some COVID yeah. protocols. They might have some, uh, they might have yeah. some dudes out. So Who knows? we'll see on that one. Hopefully, they can get it back on track. They were a solid team to watch. Uh, let's roll on over to uh, ATS teams that follow up, uh, follow up wins with another cover. Uh, the as we all know, the Utah Jazz have been scorching hot all season long. Monsters, obviously. Uh, their ATS record is out of control. That stays the same after wins. Obviously, they're eighteen True. and five after wins. Uh, some teams that don't follow up wins with ATS. Uh, some of the bad teams in the league. A little surprise action is the Boston Celtics down at five and nine. Really, they've been a just a weirdo team uh, the last couple of weeks. Back and forth, disappointing. Flip of the coin. Yeah, lost to New Orleans. Won and lost to Atlanta. Uh, lost to Washington, who uh, surprisingly has come uh, come to life here this last week. The Wizards are have won their last five games after being probably everyone's uh, what everyone would would consider as the worst team in the league, if not bottom three, myself included. But wins over Boston, Houston, Denver, Portland, and last night, uh, the Lakers. The mighty Lakers. Well, of course, without Anthony Davis, but a uh, sure. little OT action. Now, I will tell you, I put a nice little bet on LeBron to have a triple-double. and Fell just short, huh? He fell short with 31 points. I don't remember how 14 he 14 rebounds, or 14 assists, assists and yeah. 9 rebounds. Kind of use that second overtime period And there. you want to know what's the worst part about it? I was watching the highlights this morning on Get Up. Shout out ESPN Greeny. I was watching, and the last shot, LeBron takes a 3, and he follows his rebound to put up a quick 2. And I don't remember who it was that ran in from the other side, but they ran in and basically got the rebound from him. Okay. He was in like perfect position, so he could have got that rebound mm. for the 10th. And I, I mean, would, it was right there. It was right there. I was dozing off with it. I just, you have got to be kidding me. I was alive for the regulation, hit overtime. Next thing See I knew, I, next thing I knew, Wizards won. Yeah, there you go. That's how it goes. <laughs> Ball That's the way she goes. <laughs> the game over. That, uh, that was a wild game for sure. I couldn't believe that... Uh, Washington ended up scoring that many points against the Lakers. Not only that, but also winning that game outright. That was... Lakers Lakers are without Anthony Davis. They're in some turmoil right now. That ain't no joke. You can't lie about that whatsoever. Well, that does it for our NBA trends to watch. We hope you found some value there when you are placing your next NBA bet. And to wrap it up, as always, as promised... We finish this episode two of the Talking the Line podcast with Colts Motivation Minutes. I wanted to share a little something that's been near and dear to me. You can find this and re-listen to it, but I wanted to recite it to you. 
Uh, you can go on to SoundCloud and follow Gemstones Music, and it, or he might actually just be at Gemstones, and it is the intro by Chris Ellington to his album called Elephant in the Room. Some pretty powerful words, so I suggest you sit back, take a deep breath, and hear them in full to either kick your day off, let you hit the reset button, or bring your day to a solid close. Our species does and is only evolving. It is only natural that over time we must endure trial, error, and emptiness, which builds moral spirit and backbone. With hope comes progress. Control is an illusion. We are at best mere passengers abroad a drifted vessel, and that which causes us trials shall yield us triumphs, and that what makes our hearts ache shall fill us with happiness. True happiness is to love, learn, live, and advance, which cannot occur without error, ignorance, or imperfection. The greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising every time you fall. Only a fool would think that there's a road of flowers leading to glory, and a man with sense is not discouraged by difficulties. He only knows to redouble his industries and his diligence. Remember that life isn't about where you are, more so where you're aiming. And we all know a person aiming at nothing is sure to hit it. So make space for perseverance in your mind, heart, and soul. It is in seeing this that you will prevail at last. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I hope that uh, struck some chords with you, wherever you may be listening, wherever you may be thinking. Any thoughts on that, Mr. Magnuson? I feel good. I feel like I'm ready to run through a wall right now, man. <laughs> hey, we ain't even started our uh, our Wednesdays. You guys have. We haven't while we're recording this, but hey, we're ready to run through some brick walls. We. I hope that that was able to do that for you. I will continue to bring some heavy hitting material like that all the time. Outside of that, partner, you got anything you want to share with these degenerates, these kind people that took about an hour out of their day to spend with us and cash some doggone tickets? You got anything burning on your mind that you want to share with them? Nothing but thank yous, man. Oh, nothing but thank yous and me just be in cash and some goddamn tickets. Let me just be a soundboard of that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I'm floored by the amount of support. Mm-hmm. From from the jump, from the jump. I mean, I thought we and we actually didn't even hit on it. We had a uh, we had some uh, technical issues getting the podcast yeah, launched yeah. on day one, if, man. If you guys uh, didn't see, we uh, had a few flaming arrows coming our direction from the jump. Buzzsprout was under cyber attacks by a black hat hacker, I believe is how you would technically describe it. But basically, he was shutting some down mouth breather, just trying yeah. to. Just shut down people's lives just to get you some know, money. And this has never happened to Buzzsprout in 11 years. And I'm sure Buzzsprout has ability to listen to this. And if they do, hey, thank you for the support. We're on your side. I mean, crying out loud. Can you imagine the stuff that they've been dealing with? No. And, and then just people the on. Co- like, I don't even know if coincidence is the right word. 
but on the day on that the we're day trying we to them. launch episode number one. Oh my gosh. And then you got people on Twitter just destroying them for no reason. Like this is not their fault or yeah. anything they caused. Freaking mouth mean, breathers, man. My goodness, on day one. But hey, we got through it. We battled through it. Uh, now you should be able to officially subscribe, no problem, on any platform, any device, anything you really want to follow the Talking the Line podcast at. Anything else you got, man? No, sir. Nothing you want to just leave these people? Hey. Okay. Hey, we're good, man. That? We're cashing tickets. Well, hey, I'm going to tell you what, folks. We can't thank you enough again for taking the time out of your Wednesday to hang out with the Talking the Line crew. As promised, we've been in the lab and we are working on that March Madness contest. You better believe it. It is still coming and it is hot down the pipeline. We have a few other big things coming in the coming weeks as far as more of a video presence and some live streaming possibilities. With all that being said, we hope you have a spectacular day unless you have other plans. Let's cast some tickets.